Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of K Trent Nada. Uh, I am Jack. That is Miles. Yeah. And uh, Miles, it's a bad day to have the last name Gates. I'll tell you what, buddy. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so we talk on tomorrow's episode about Bill Gates. Uh, some some new troubling details that apparently aren't new but just like didn't really break break through to the mainstream because it's we, like when the we media, respect our billionaires in this country yeah. when the when the media's goodwill tank runs out for you right. then they start reporting is how it works yeah. it's like we'll sit on these stories till it's actually it'll benefit us to talk like report the stuff rather than feeling like oh, we don't want to you know slander somebody no, yeah. these, these seem like things that people have known for a minute now we're just hearing about yeah like everybody who worked for him was like, yeah, he was just asking all the women who worked for him out. Yeah. Hey, would you date me? If not, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody you asked. Uh, well, anyways, Matt Gates. Is there Matt something Gates? new? No, it's the same shit we were talking about last week. It just seems like maybe uh, the new the it's worse, basically, way the news cycle day. hit, people missed it because now it's coming. You know, it's it's trending number one on Twitter that his homie Joel Greenberg is you know gonna he pled guilty uh, and will be cooperating hence Matt Gates is fucked uh, mm. somebody was flying a bat like a literal like plain banner over the courthouse that just said TikTok Matt Gates which i kind of respect yeah so his his days his hours are numbered i'm guessing i'm guessing i'm curious we'll, to know we'll what see. happens as all these people try and sacrifice each other for their own well-being like like if this is a domino like you know that meme where someone like put pushes over a little domino and then it ends up like bringing down like the 70 pound domino piece like down right. the line because of yeah. momentum like i'm curious if this i don't know this spells larger trouble for for you know trump etc but i don't know we can all live in a fantasy world where justice exists mm. the big domino i feel like the noid the Noid, mm-hmm. yeah. Once the Noid falls, it's they all, all fall. <laughs> uh, no, the the New York Times story on Bill Gates uh, that we're talking about tomorrow uh, just unquestioningly refers to Jeffrey Epstein's death as a suicide. So, mm. you know, that's uh, that's one of those dominoes that just disappeared. Uh, just disappeared. That was, mm-hmm. I believe, pretty pretty well positioned to fuck a lot of people over, but. All right, $735 million are trending. Why Why is that? What's happening? Well, you know, on top of just the absolute inaction of the administration to address what's happening with the Israel-Palestine, uh, just right now, it just looks like the unjust, disproportionate attacks from Israel against uh, the people of Palestine and Gaza. Um, now there's a story coming out about a $735 million arms deal that was okayed by Joe Biden between the U.S. and Israel. So... You know, on top of just acting like, you know, when asked it, everyone in the administration is like, oh, I don't know her. It's like, yeah. you don't know about you're doing a seven hundred thirty five million dollar arms deal, sir, right. uh, that you've approved. How can anyone now? I mean, not even before any of this, but anyway, looking at this story just as it is right now can think that the U.S. has nothing to do with what's happening there. We're arming them. We're giving them the arms to commit their war crimes with. So what? how is the U.S. not connected to this? How are our tax dollars not connected to this? I mean, granted, all of our tax dollars <laughs> with all of the foreign policy 
um, that the U.S. chooses to engage in. But this specifically is just like another head scratcher. You're like, do we need do we need that? Do we need to be doing this arms deal? Do we need to have this over 10 years, like over $30 billion pledge to to fund um, their defense systems? I don't think so. Not when we have people here in like who need fucking help. And on top of it, that you should be using your might. I don't know who I'm talking to, this America that exists where it actually upholds like the ideals of democracy, which isn't true ever at all. But like in the movie version, you'd think if they had shit to say, now's the time to say something rather than just being like, mm, I don't know. Uh, there, there's a clip of Joe Biden from the 80s saying, if Israel didn't exist, we'd have to invent it to protect American interests in the Middle East. Um, yeah. So he's like, he's basically a neocon like yeah i'm on let's be real i mean like the there's a reason it's not because americans are like on board with the agenda of zionists it's that it is a critical military like it provides critical military infrastructure for all the things the united states also wants to do in the middle east so it's just there's so many things like you know it's like people talk about it's like it's our it's our one main military base in the middle east really like sort of colloquially um, I will say it does seem like it's breaking more like public opinion or at least in the media more so than I've ever seen it towards, you know, people being outraged on behalf of Palestine. I don't know what that's good for when thousands of Palestinian Palestinians are being murdered, but it's still to change. Like, I think, I don't know. I, I do think it's, you know, just where we are, what happened in 2020 in America with the Black Lives Matter movement and, uh, just everything kind the of pandemic and everything. The pandemic, just, yeah. It's that pause. I think gave people enough time to think for a second, yeah, and yeah. see what's happening. And I think whether it's you know you see the like whether there's a U.S. where um, many uh, white Americans had to confront this idea that like maybe societally I've been fed this thing very passively that I've been conditioned to look at another group of people as not being human, yeah. And allowing to move like that. And I think that's happening in many different places. And yeah, I think you can just tell with what's happening even in within Israel with um, Palestinian Israelis uh, there who are in the streets, uh, you know, protesting and the police are coming out. It's it's much different than many other conflicts that have occurred where people usually didn't take to the streets. Like there was this weird tacit like understanding of like, well, we'll tolerate these Palestinians who live in Israel, as long as they don't get vocal about how we're genociding their people. Right. And now even that is beginning to change. And yeah, I mean, it's, everything is in flux at the moment. And all we can do from our side is just look at how, I mean, only a couple of our politicians are actually unequivocal in how they're describing what's happening. So, right. Let's see. Uh, the New York City police will not be participating uh, in the Pride Parade, New York City Pride uh, celebration in general, mm-hmm. until at least 2025. There it is. Um, which is kind of dope. It prevents the police from, as you put it, rainbow washing. They're, uh, yeah, because before, you know, there would be, there was a group of, uh, you know, LGBTQ officers who would march in the parade and like, you know, kind of in solidarity with everybody there. But now they're like, you know what? Nah, we absolutely can't get over what we've seen with, yeah. I mean, I'm sure in this specific instance, the New York City police 
Um, and they're like, yeah, so what we're going to do, they said, quote, the sense of safety that law enforcement is meant to provide can instead be threatening uh, and at times dangerous to those in our community who are most often targeted with excessive force and or without reason. And yeah, great. So they've asked basically the LA, the NYPD to stay like a block away from what's happening, like to like quite literally keep your distance from us unless it's absolutely critical that you intervene. Um, and they're putting more of their budget for their security towards, you know, trained res- like community responders and volunteers, like people mm. who do this, who aren't police. And, you know, I think this makes sense. Um, I mean, just putting aside, obviously, like the opposition to police that's born out of Stonewall and things like that with the history of the LGBTQ uh, community in this country. But this feels like a good opportunity for an event to happen where you don't need police to ensure the safety. And you can begin to like so begin to show people how you can manage things without police intervening. Where people yeah. are like, oh, how could this event be safe? You're like, we actually have people there who are trained to intervene and de-escalate any manner of situation that we've predicted. Probably like fights or stuff, people getting drunk and getting in each other's faces, shit like that. That we don't just need people coming around clubbing people for no fucking reason. Um, yeah. And I think that... I hope like that could kick off a more momentum because I think that's the only way people are ever going to see a glimpse of what it means to uh, say, you know, we're, we're saying we don't need the police in the traditional sense because we're actually going to be using our own methods of community intervention and de-escalation. It'll be interesting to see how this, how this uh, spreads. Hopefully we, we start seeing this uh, kind of more and more and, Maybe see a city or two adopt this approach. We shall um, see. Uh, it is International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Interphobia, and Transphobia. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird. Again, you know, we, we're like in 2021, and I just feel like the, the way everyone should just be moving is everybody's just trying to live. We have to begin to look at everybody as people just like us, no matter how different the perceived differences are that we can connect connect to a basic level of humanity and so much like i just oh that's like the fucking one of the few last pieces is you know i think for anyone's development is to like let go of a lot of weird shit like i've over my years i've had to let go of all kinds of prejudices i've had which are born out of ignorance or lack of experience or knowledge wisdom and at the end you realize you live a better life you interact with people in a better way when you just connect to the same fundamental thing, which is we're all fucking people, man. And we're all just, we're, we're all trying to do the same shit, which is just to do, live our life and be happy. Maybe mine is about smoking blunts and hoping Arsenal does well and laughing when Harry Kane puts in a transfer request to leave Tottenham Hotspur for other people is to be validated in their gender expression, uh, having support of medical support, community support, mm-hmm. not to be treated like someone who's subhuman. And we're all just trying to do our shit. And you know what? And some people are also on the same agenda as me. And you're like, oh, shit, you like to smoke blunts and you like Arsenal, too. Well, look at us. Just a mm. couple of people with common interests. Yeah, that was beautifully put. I, I feel like, you know, the, there are a lot of people in power in America who are tr- fighting for uh, the cause of, like, basically invalidating a lot of these people's lives. Like, saying yeah. they shouldn't exist. Like, that's... That is some fucked up shit to wake up to. And it's nonsense. And I think that's just, it's, it's barbaric. And if, if we're actually going to acknowledge that we moved on, then you have to stand in direct opposition to that. Cause that's absolute nonsense. And that kind of thinking only 
like directly leads to our own downfall. Yeah. Um, so shout out to everybody. And, you know, sorry to people who have to deal with hatred in their lives. Yeah. It sucks. I know it, it you want to feel like you are, you belong or people don't, you know, want to let you thrive without fucking tossing their own bullshit your way. But you know what? I think more and more, I hope that we're, yeah, we're moving towards this place of being able to see everyone's humanity. Cause shit, honestly, that's going to be the only thing we're left with eventually. Yep. And then some NBA shit. The Warriors uh, are trending. They are going against the Lakers, the defending champs, in a playing game on Wednesday. <laughs> something. That's that's wild. I um, can see Steph losing his mind, like just vaporizing us somehow. Yeah, you know. He like also it, ended the season by uh, leading the leading the league in scoring, Steph, yeah. and just continuing to be completely out of his mind and unconscious. It's unreal to see. So I, I fear that. I'm not going to lie. Because I know his propensity to do supernatural things on the basketball court. Yeah. Um, and, you know, granted, we have our, 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 our big stars back. But it's, it's, it's only been a couple, couple games, you know. So we'll who do you rather, who would you rather play in the first round? The, the Suns or the Jazz? I don't even know, man. That's a fucked up question. <laughs> I like, like you in either series. I like the Lakers in either series. Yeah, but that's, I think that's wild that that's I think your the choices. Jazz. I think the Jazz will give us a better psychological boost if we come out of there beating them. Right. I right. think that would be that would help set the tone for the rest of the postseason. And luck. I mean, shit. We fucking we eked out a win the last time we played in the regular season. So and that was right. without the the main attractions. Yeah. And then Kwame Brown is uh, out here talking, talking shit. Talking straight Good to shit. hear from him again. I don't look. He's just got a bunch of clips on. He was on all the smoke and he was delivering. He had something <laughs> to say about fucking everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but more than that, like then he, I think it's just a secondary wave because then he went on like Instagram live to like keep popping yeah. off. Um, and as I just read the articles, it's just kind of funny to, to, just sort of see like what he's like really in his feelings about like you know he definitely um there was like talk about Gilbert Arenas was like yo I you know Michael Jordan destroyed his confidence and like that fucked him up and like they're also kind of talking about you know, like Kobe I guess Kobe had said Kwame was afraid of the ball and mm. like that was like a big thing for him so that hurt young Kwame which is wild to think like when they say retired player Kwame Brown he's 39 yeah Oh yeah, he's he's a when when he was famous, he was literally a child. Yeah, yeah, man, that because that number one pick fucked him up. Oh, for sure, it fucked and him up. It completely I do think Jordan. Yeah, Jor Jordan's enough to fuck any anybody mind up. Like he he should have drafted somebody who was based on not like their promise and like their physical gifts, but like on them being somebody that he could he felt like he could work with and you know, just physically and mentally dominate into, into being great. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know who the best player was who came out of that draft, but that was definitely not the right pick to put Michael Jordan in there with a child. Uh, cause no. as we've heard him say, fuck them kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like sink or swim motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I mean, who's uh? let's see. Just look at this class. Kwame, Tyson Chandler, Pau Gasol, Eddie Curry, Jason Richardson, Shane Battier, 
Eddie Griffin, Rodney White, Joe Johnson, Vlad Rad. Joe Johnson probably would have been a good. Stephen Hunter, Kirk Heston, Michael Bradley. Joe Johnson, number one. Um, Zach Randolph. Who else is in there? Yeah. <laughs> Zach Randolph on a Jordan team. That would have been interesting. Yeah, there's some there's some tough dudes in there, though, that might have oh, been able to. Oh, and fucking Tony Parker. Yeah, Tony Parker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking 28th. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, this mistakes were mistakes are made. Mistakes this were made. This is a fucked up draft class. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. That is going to do it for us for this Monday. Mm-hmm. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask if you'd like to. Definitely go out and get your vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.